Look what you made me do. Look what I made for you. His name is Old Man. Old Man Wayne. I live by the car. I die by the phone. Old Man. Old Man Wayne. Old Man. I'm about to do something terrible. So I was actually having a conversation with some friends a couple of days ago, maybe a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember. My memory's trash. And we were talking about like just emotions and stuff like that. And I was talking about crying and I brought up the greatest showman. And he was like, you cry? I was like, I started bawling out the beginning of The Greatest Showman just because it was a little kid who wanted to visualize his dream and, and it was I was just tear-jerking. Then the movie ended and I looked up the guy and I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't been able to watch the movie because I knew his background before. It's like, oh, I like Hugh Jackman, but... Uh, I don't want to glamorize that crap. (laughs) It's it's so sad because it's got uh, Hugh Jackman. um, It has good music too. Oh yeah. uh, um, Zac Efron. Yes. Zendaya. And I'm like, uh, and I think Zac Efron is incredibly underrated with the things that he does. Like he can sing, he can dance, he can act, but he's also a Disney kid. So, you know. You know what? I saw an amazing YouTube video. I want to say it was nerdstalgic, um, but they were talking about how Zac Efron was able to leave his Disney image and go to what he's doing now so successfully by the movie Neighbors, because it's basically this high school music, like the high school musical character in college. And it just slowly transitions him into being a more adult and kind of a dick role. Is that the that one with people... Seth Rogen? Yes. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie. After I watched that YouTube video, I'm like, I need to watch that movie again. And, it, and it's funny. It really um, is. Dave Franco's brother's in it. Or is it Dave? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it... No, it is Dave, Dave Franco. That is, I don't like his brother. (laughs) His brother's brother's the creep. Yeah, that guy. Fuck that guy. Uh, (laughs) Dave Franco's great. Perfect uh, impersonation of Robert De Niro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, welcome to the Old Man Wade Show. I am your host, the God of Stuff and the Lord of Laughter, Old Man Wade. And I'm here back again, I think, for the third or fourth time with the Red Dot. Woo, yay me. (laughs) I'm not sure what time it is or what which one it is. It's not enough. I'll say that i freaking love these things and i've been kind of like dialing back when i record because like if i don't really have much to say then it's like eh, i'm not going to just record some nonsense just for the sake of nonsense mm-hmm. but i'm currently out of work uh because my wife broke her arm she broke her arm uh at her back at a um bachelorette party for her niece in provincetown oh. during pride parade and here's the worst part about it she was completely sober how how just fell like um she had some some issues and she kind of just fell and oh fuck i'm sorry is she okay oh she's doing she's not okay but she's doing she's ahead of schedule which is the best part about it oh good okay i've been home with her uh kind of like so i i take the dog out i do all the stuff that she can't do 
And so I was like, you know what? I have time. I know who I'm going to contact. I'm going to contact Kim. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't do shit. Uh. <laughs> you don't do shit. You, you literally have to create every day. That is not an easy task. They don't always work out like yesterday's. Yesterday's was awful. Um, I, I'm mad I missed it because I went and I saw the uh, the post like when you um, delete a uh, a comic that doesn't do well. I'm like, God damn it, I missed it. Oh, it wasn't good. It was like a play on words, but also a pun and about parasocial relationships. And it, it was bad. Like within the first 20 minutes, I can tell if a post is going to do okay or if it's going to do really well or really bad. That was probably one of the worst ones I've had in over a year. I have noticed. I run my, uh, the comic book shop that I run for, I, I, um, the comic book site I write for, I run their Instagram part, their Instagram um, page. Mm-hmm. And, oh, just for those people who don't know, you can find the red dot at literally the underscore red dot. Um, double underscore. Double underscore. My apologies. I'm extra. Double underscore R-E-D-D-O-T. And what I've noticed is there is really no rhyme or reason to the algorithm. And I feel like we had this conversation before, but I, it's almost like it's gotten worse now. Yeah. It but it I, definitely has. Like they there's certain accounts I'll keep tabs on, just like colleague-wise, and they'll be gaining followers, but their engagement plummets to like two, three percent. So they're only getting maybe five, 10 comments, but they have over 900,000 followers um, because they're constantly posting to grow and they're posting reels and it just, it hurts the audience base. So it's like, which one do you want? Do you want to grow or do you want to develop an audience? Like it's hard and there is, there really isn't any reason on it I, I i don't have better words <laughs> <laughs> no but i i honestly understand but i understand all of that because like i'll post for example i post uh a comic about spider-man and kamala khan mm-hmm. super sweet super great i ended up having to cut the um, comments off because people are you know disgusting and the post still did well i was like oh okay so maybe it's a spider-man thing so then I'll post something with Spider-Man and then it'll do nothing. I'm like, okay. And then I'll get nothing. Well, I shouldn't say nothing. I get relatively nothing for the next week. And then the week mm-hmm. after that, it'll do great. And I'm like, I what? And I'm like, maybe I'm not hashtagging it right. Maybe it's not the right times. But it, it's, ugh, it's just trying Hashtags to figure it out. don't mean shit anymore because they got rid of uh, the recent tab. Really? And- yeah, so when you look up a hashtag now, it will say uh, top posts or recent top posts. It won't say just recent. So, like, it won't show up if you use it and post it, like, two minutes ago. Um, and now this is Reddit talking, so I have no idea if it's true. But a lot of people were saying they had to stop it because uh, there was a problem with CP and abuse images coming up. And they were using special hashtags and shit like that. And I don't think that's, excuse me, out of the realm of possibility. But I also don't know if it's true. But they did take that off. And once they took it off, everyone started feeling it. I don't use hashtags anymore personally to look at shit because 
the top posts are sometimes from months ago. Like I, I don't, I don't want to see months ago. I want to see the past week. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the other thing. Like I'll post something like something did poorly one week. And then like a month later, um, it's getting gangbusters. I'm like, it's not even trending in the world. Why is this a thing now? But I'm like, you know what? If it gets engagements, it gets engagements. However, to your point, if I, I've noticed the more I post, the less engagement. But if I post, like um, I talked to Maria's niece, who's mm-hmm. younger, younger than me, and she was saying the best time to post is like the, the stereotypical hours, nine to five. So like usually if I'm leaving work at seven, I'll post one because people are getting up, checking their phones. And then I'll post again before I go to bed, like um, for work. And then I'll post again around eight o'clock-ish, just because that's when people are winding down. But then that stopped working. So I was like, I give up. I'm just going to keep posting and, we'll, and what works will work. When they had it in the chronological order, that was best. And it's still pretty good. Like how I post is you got to think about it. Like when I, I'm on, I have the benefit of being on the West Coast because you guys are already up on the East Coast. So 6 a.m. my time, people are getting up, looking at their phone, checking notifications. 9 a.m. for you, you're getting at work if you have the nine to five and you're procrastinating what you have to do today. So you're on your phone, then uh, 12 o'clock your time, 9am my time, you're on lunch break. Yeah. I'm at work now. So that that's usually how I try to do it. Like I post between 12 and one thirty, just because now that I'm doing it daily, I've been a little bit more picky about how I'm drawing and posting later, but anything after one thirty uh pacific standard time and just fuck it because everyone gets time to themselves like you're getting off work or you don't have your lunch break anymore and your social time is is more important so people aren't on their phones so it it really is a mixed bag because i don't i don't pretend that i know what i'm doing anymore i've just followed what's been working (laughs) then i find out that people don't like now reels aren't a thing anymore i'm like i give up I, it's I don't know if I don't give up because I'm gonna keep following the trend just because like you know it's it helps me get an extra hundred bucks a month just for like stuff that I would be yeah. doing anyway. But it is so weird. It is weird. I haven't like TikTok. I I've been at like the same number for six months, seven months. I haven't eat. I haven't tried just because I don't. I, I don't know. Uh, like to me, it feels like the hierarchy of popularity sure you can have a million followers on tiktok and be big on tiktok but then you go to any other platform like twitter instagram facebook you don't mean shit (laughs) so i don't i don't necessarily want to be just big on tiktok because that doesn't necessarily translate as well as the other platforms do do i was actually looking are you still the same thing um the underscore underscore r-e-d-d-o-t on um, tiktok as well yeah Okay, that was just I have you one. I just couldn't find you, but um, just just for people who are on TikTok, so yeah, go ahead and make me popular. Then my tune might change. <laughs> uh, tune cartoons. I see what you yeah. did there. <laughs> so this was um. So I initially had a plan, but I also asked you if there was something that you wanted to discuss, and it was a conversation that's kind of near and dear to my heart because I'm very weird about religion, and I'm I am um as as I like to say agnostic as fuck. Uh, but I asked if there was something you want to talk to. You brought up religious guilt when celebrating Halloween. Yeah. 
um, on the news the other day, because I'm an old person and I only listen to AM radio when I drive. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand Ryan Seacrest. He's all over the fucking place here in LA and I hate him. Um, so AM news it is. But <laughs> they were talking. God, Ryan Seacrest, please don't kill me. Um, they were talking about how it went from 60% of adults will be celebrating Halloween this year or 60-70% versus five years ago is only like 48, which I thought was so weird because I've always celebrated Halloween. And then I was thinking, okay, outside of it being a children's holiday, quote unquote, there is always like the religious side of, oh, this is devil holiday. This is Satan. You're 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 turning your back to the Lord. And it just kind of got me thinking about growing up, uh, my mom would hand out Christian tracks when we handed out candy because that was her. What are Christian tracks? I meant to ask you that. Oh, so basically like little pamphlets that say, do you accept the word of God? Is Jesus in your heart? Or you could get the really fucked up ones where it's literally comics and they're awful because it's a comic book it is a comic about like people going to hell and people sinning and it gets really not gruesome but like just scary and it kind of it it pushes you in the way of going to church um but my mom used to hand out like have you accepted jesus in your heart when we handed out candy after going through a haunted maze my dad had set up with like dead bodies (laughs) and it's just I just thought it was so funny. Um, that was how she reconciled everything together. When I was in church, and I was heavy in the church mm-hmm. uh, for most of my high school years, and I would—I I wasn't heavy in the church after high school, but I—I I went every so often. And then, as I got older, I had a bit of a confrontation with my uncle, who was a pastor of a church, and that kind of turned me off from religion. Mm-hmm. But it also kind of opened my mind to a lot of things because um, my little brother is gay. Well, he does. I'm not sure if he identifies as gay. I, I, we had we've had conversations recently, and he, I believe, he said he was thinking more fluid. He's you know just uh, you know um, thinking about it, their gender, and it, it's it's just it's cool. Mm-hmm. But I remember in in you know in the. Uh, Baptist church it's like you know it's Adam and Eve not Adam and Steve and you know all that other bullshit oh yeah and I started taking offense to it because it's like you're you know one scripture I remember more than anything else is judge not and you shall not be judged Um, I'm pretty sure God doesn't care who we're fucking that like that's just me but then there's old testament god (laughs) you know what i mean who'll kill you for wearing like linens and cotton on a friday or something like that but you know that's neither here nor there and i remember one one particular time was like one of the few times i missed halloween was it was like oh come to church instead of going trick-or-treating and i did it once and i was like i'm I'm, I'm never doing this shit again harvest party something like that yes i think that's exactly what it was called yep uh, like we used to go to church every Wednesday and Sunday. Uh, Wednesday was Bible school night. And then like my mom volunteered, like we were really into church stuff. And what gets me is like the, the base of Halloween is kids going around getting candy. 
But if you think about it, it's more charitable than fucking Christmas because you're, you're just giving to strangers. You don't expect anything back. It's not an exchange. You don't give a gift to get a gift. You are just literally giving to your community so they can have a good time. And like whenever people try to come at me for it because I am not religious. I don't know if I'm agnostic or atheist. I don't know. But um, whenever they're like, oh, devil worship for Halloween, because I made a thing about me making a comic and it was a pseudo uh, pentagram for whatever. <laughs> but it it's just like, oh, I'm just giving to kids. Like, I'm just being nice to the neighborhood kids. How is that devil worship? It, yeah. Yeah. But it's simple I'm, as that. <laughs> I'm spending my money and then just giving it away. Here you go. Yeah. So some kids can feel good about themselves, like getting to walk around in their favorite, like, costumes, being their heroes or whatever. Just because there's a macabre to it doesn't mean I'm I'm a Satanist. You, you know, it's... I just think it's interesting that um, people have to, I keep saying reconcile, but I think that's the best way to say it, uh, to reconcile their religion with something very secular. There isn't, it's pagan at the very base of it. It's just old school changing of the seasons. Yeah. And then there's, then if you want to, and if you want to take it a step further, or I don't know which one came first, but um. Uh, the Day of the Dead in Mexico. I don't know if it predates paganism or not, but there's also that, and it's not necessarily a worship about Satan. It's a remembrance of the people who have died. I love that so much. Like Coco changed my fucking life. Like I, I, I missed the first. I tell you this one. I come home and Maria's watching it. Yeah, I missed the first half of the movie. I still ended up tearing up, after, and I sat and watched the second half, and I still ended up tearing up. Oh, like. I, I'm not going to say we're making an ofrenda because I'm not of like Hispanic heritage, but I am totally putting up pictures of my loved ones and then putting little baubles that I feel like they would like. That's just such a sweet thing to fucking do, you yeah. know, and to hope that they like their memory can come and see you on a night. How is that bad? If we're going to say there's a holy fucking ghost, why can't my holy fucking sister say hello once a year? Oh my I, God. <laughs> idea, oh for the love of odin the the idea of oh my god i can actually say this now because i'm recording <laughs> i said to some i was talking it was me my me maria my buddy javi i we were talking about religion and i said you know what religion ain't nothing but the original plagiarism that's all it is <laughs> <laughs> one one religion takes from their whatever the first oh. origin or for whatever the first religion was Someone was like, I like that, but I'm going to take that <laughs> I'm going to change the words around. And that's all it is. Every single one of them say the exact same thing. Even like the Satanist Bible is pretty much just like, hey, just leave everybody the fuck alone. Have fun. Just don't fuck with anybody else. It's all the there same is shit. A, it really is. There is a small difference just so like no one comes after you. The Satanic Temple is the good one. That's like, you do you. You don't hurt anyone else. And then there's uh, the satanic church that deals with the black magic and uh, uh, that. But right. no, I totally agree. I I keep saying like you all like between Judaism, Christianity and Islam, 
you all worship the same God. You're fighting over middle management. That is it. (laughs) I even have a couple comics on it because like that hit me a few years ago. I'm like, Jesus, Jesus Christ, we're fighting over who's who's Dwight in the situation here. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I am an atheist. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, but fi- um, religion fighting over who is Dwight is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah, and it's it, also one of those things where it's like if you don't have a if you don't have a Dwight in your group, you're probably Dwight. <laughs> exactly the main character syndrome, and then speaking about God in general, I don't. And a lot of people have brought this up. This isn't an original thought of mine, but like, why, why would God be so focused on us loving him? It's like Georgina George in Mean Girls. Like, <laughs> why, why would God care? <laughs> like, if you love him or not, I just, it, it, it's such a man-made construct. I think that's what turns me off the most. Um, it is also the, um, and I don't know if, if this differs from religion to religion, like in terms of like Christianity and Catholicism. But I remember in church, one of the preachers was saying like, oh, when we die, we'll go to heaven and we'll spend eternity praising God. I'm like, that sounds boring as hell. Right? We're there. <laughs> like, <laughs> weren't we supposed to do our time here? Okay. And now just the same? Is is the bucket going to go around again? I I hate tithings too. <laughs> oh man. Church I, can be a wonderful thing. It can be a great community like when we were in church and in a time of need the people there came together for my family in ways that are unexplainable. Just good people. It's it's when power and greed get involved that's what ruins everything. It ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've said this on the show before and I say it to people in it. Um, you can basically break it, break down all the problems in the world to the acronym MAP. Money, arrogance, power. Oh yeah. That's usually that's totally 90% of the time, that's all it is. It's usually one of the three things. And unfortunately, with, with some religions, I'm not gonna say all of them, but with some religions, it's all three. Oh yeah. I'll I'll say it. Fuck it. <laughs> that TikTok. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. His name is Mike. It's all it's the big three. It is Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. And it's not the religion itself. It's certain people in power that abuse people that are needing God. That's the worst part. They take advantage of those that really need that sense of community and faith and they exploit it. And if there is a hell, those people belong in hell. And it's not. Yeah, it's not all people are that are in power or lead because there's really good people out there. But yeah, it's more often than not how how many times do we hear about a, a church leader diddling a kid? Gandhi <laughs> slept with underage girls. Oh my god! Uh, Maria Teresa abused people in hospitals. Gandhi beat his wife. Like Gandhi was Gandhi was was Gandhi. It was domestic violence. And, and yeah. sometimes I hate, and it's 
when people go, well, it's not the messenger, it's not the messenger, it's the message. I'm like, I can't like, and or like, you know, it's not the art, it's the art, it's not the artist, it's the art. I'm like, I have an issue. I personally cannot. I have issues separating the two. Like, I don't have any R. Kelly in my phone, and I don't have any mystical in my phone because both of them are convicted rapists. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. Me and me and Hubs go about this a lot because he will not watch anything with Woody Allen. Like he straight up refuses. Um I knew his work before I knew his background. And there's a few films that I like I know, I know he would love. And he just won't watch it. And I, I totally understand. But like on the Gandhi level, when you're preaching like holy purity and you you physically go against that yourself you know yeah that it's just great because then there's also michael jackson and there's uh martin luther king like now the cia had a big deal to play with his marriage and propping it up but that doesn't take away from what he fucking did you know it's (sighs) you want to understand like the man cheated on his wife yeah I am I am vehemently against cheating. Now I've had friends who have been cheated on and stayed in their marriage. If my wife cheated on me, I don't know if I would stay, but I may be more likely to forgive her than she would for me. For her, cheating is a mm-hmm. deal breaker. Period. Yeah. So in that sense, it's like I can understand why someone goes, Well, I still understand it because like he didn't do anything too flagrant. Now for me. I think cheating is flagrant. That's just me. Do I understand he the stuff he said was great? That's that's all true. And also, if you want to look it up, look up who wrote the I Had a Dream speech. I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, oh. Just give it a Google. Everyone listening, give it a Google. Um, not saying he didn't write all of it or any of it, but just give it a Google. Um, look up the um, the idea of Rosa Parks wasn't initially the person who was sitting down. It was actually a dark-skinned Black woman who was um, unwed and pregnant but because I, I did hear about that because she wasn't a model because she was a teen that wasn't married and they're like we can't have this as the face of the movement it's PR um, ah, it feels awful that I don't remember her name um, there, there is a lot that goes on that goes into it but, yeah. then, but again like you said it's all about publicity it's not publicity it's all um Ah, oh, you just said it too. My memory is trash. Um, marketing. It's all about marketing, like what works. And unfortunately, sometimes that's just it, it is what it is. And sometimes that you need it to get the message across. And 